Welcome to Enroute to Success, where we have raw, vulnerable conversations between Fitz DeSanto, Sam Boyer, and many talented individuals, unraveling the truths and principles of people's experiences, methods to grow, and discovering how to live a fulfilling lifestyle. Buckle up, the journey begins now. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever it is that you are listening to this. I'm super excited. I'm here with Fitz DeSanto, and we're going to get to dive in. If you haven't already seen from the title of this episode, who is Fitz? Fitz, how are you today? Good, man. How are you? How's it going? Hello, everybody. Well, thank you guys for listening in today. And if you've listened to our previous episodes and you're still here, we want to thank you and and hopefully this continues to be something that you want to listen into. You know, something that uh, we shared in the last episode was one of the reasons we're working together. And I do want to share one reason from my end or a couple of reasons that Fitz and I have actually really gelled and had these conversations and wanted to start a podcast. And that's Fitz has an incredible drive and motivation behind him. And he's smiling because he knows this is true. And something that he's done really well, and it's been such a pleasure just in this new endeavor of a podcast is how focused and organized you are. And maybe I can dive in and get some details on that a little bit. But, you know, even in our conversations prior to, you know, starting a podcast, you've always had some type of genuine agenda in like a good way. And you always want to dig deeper and understand how someone is doing and I feel that that's just so important. So Fitz, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to toss it over to you, but just want to say it's been a pleasure and really excited to, to keep this going. Thank you, Sam. I really appreciate that. I am really grateful working with you. Um, one of the things that's important to me, obviously, when we started this podcast is to really reach people. And I know that we both have that drive and I think we really have a, a good time, you know, and, but thank you. I really appreciate all that kind words and I'm excited, excited to share what we both know and really dive into um, the story that probably people don't know about me and mm. I'm excited. Good. Yeah. Fun and, and exciting equals genuine and authentic. So that's, that's our focus here. got to put that in a poster, man. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, and you led into exactly where we're going to start, which is Fitz's story. And I, I know, I know some of it. And for some of our listeners who know none of it, we're going to try and bridge some of that gap, but you know, I want you to feel as able to share whatever it is that comes along with this journey. Cause I know you've had such a unique story and I think that a lot of Thank people you. can learn from it. Yeah, of course. And so I really want you to be able to share right now, of course, overall, you know, a little bit of your story. You've got a longer one than me. Uh, yes. In a good way. In a good way. Not that old, but. Right. <laughs> um, yes. Yes. Um, so definitely you know. feel free to share that and, and just a little bit about, you know, kind of what it is you're doing. And that way people can give a, get a perspective of who Fitz really is. Thank you, Sam. Thanks for, for the opportunity. So. I'll start with, I grew up in the Philippine Islands and born and raised in Manila, came from a very religious family. Um, 
My mom is a widow, raised all three of us by herself. I have three siblings. As a single mom with three kids, you know, I've seen the struggle and also success, what my mom did to be able to send us to a good private Catholic school and also have a good life. So my mom works all the time. Reason I grew up with my grandmother, that's where I would preface that we're both a grandma's boy in our previous Mm -hmm. podcast. So our lives pretty much consist of church and school 24-7. If we're not in school, we're at church. I've done all the, the altar boys, youth ministry group. And I think what really struck with me as a childhood that I'm really proud of and my value that I'm really proud of today is during all those times, we had a weekly field trip as a family, feeding the homeless children, feeding the homeless people next to the railroad tracks and really going to poverty area. I remember growing up, my whole vision of growing is just teaching catechism to these poor kids. And I have to say, we were doing really well in the Philippines, but my mom really made sure that we have that value in us. And as a kid, of course, all we wanna do is just play. My mom really wanted to make sure that we're going every single weekend. This is the mission that we're driving. And as a kid, really opened my eyes on what the compassion is and how helping people, right? So combining with my mom and grandmother, you know, um, there's a lot of compassion that's been going on in in our home. There's a lot of nurturing and also home-cooked meals, obviously. You know, that's probably one of the best things that up to this day, I still go home to my grandmother and look for those homemade meals. In 2001, we migrated to Wisconsin from Manila. Imagine that. (laughs) So coming from Manila, a city life to a 360 switch to a farm life. So I live in a town in Wisconsin where everyone pretty much knows each other. So city to farm, pretty culture shock, I would say, but was able to turn that around. I went to school there. So funny. My first, I would say, quote, air quote, for people that's not seeing us in a video, quote, unquote, American party is like an Abercrombie party, Abercrombie and Fitch party, because I made friends in school and it can't get any more American than that, right? No, that's (laughs) a throwback right there. Yeah, so anyways, um, my mom is a twin and she has a twin sister in California and I wanted to see California as well. So I took a vacation in California and I never went back, you know? (laughs) Um, (laughs) It's one of those things where I'm like, I'm gonna take a vacation, but then after that, of course, I went back to Wisconsin, but I went back to pack and then live in California. So I've been here in California ever since. I've been living in California for more than a decade now. My career has been in logistics and transportation for the last decade and has been a personal trainer since I was in my early 20s as well. I do want to highlight this, though, because when I was 26, I got laid off from my job and took a few months off and I dive into the fitness full time. And I can say that my passion for people, I already have it from the very beginning, but it just got more enhanced and recharged being in the fitness industry because I've seen people's struggles and people's drive to change. Bringing back all that childhood memories, really, and how I love that feeling, to be honest. And even up to this day, I think, Sam, you and I had this conversation. My role now, even though I'm in the supply chain space, 
but it still has something to do with people, people and change. Because being in the business of business development and sales, you have to be able to one, talk to people and really encourage change, to be quite honest. Long story short, just feels that helping others really has been in my DNA, you know? And to preface that from when I was a kid, being with my family, doing a lot of all these charity work in my high school, where at one point I was a class vice president, and I really want to encourage people to, I was talking to each and every students in class. Up to this day, being a personal trainer, all the way to my career, people. It's like always people. Now that I'm a family man, I have a dog whose name is Chili, by the way, super cute, golden doodle, who I'm working so hard to be a therapy dog so we can hang out at a hospital, particularly for cancer kids patients. And that's the reason why I say it's just simply built in me. But yeah, that's a high overview. We can dive into that a little bit more later. And I'm sure in our future podcasts and episodes, we we can dive into it more on who I really was along those times. But that's the high overview. Absolutely. That, that was an extremely high and concise overview. So I appreciate you sharing that. There's so many points that we could dive into. I've got a full page of notes just in a matter of a <laughs> couple of minutes. So, so uh, I feel like you've had such an interesting life, Fitz. And a lot of it, like you said, has been deep rooted in helping people, especially with what your mom and your grandma really showed and, and taught you and your siblings growing up. So I think there was no way that, that Fitz wasn't going to end up helping people in some way, shape or form. Thank you. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. No. I appreciate that. And it's, it's also really refreshing that you find ways, essentially, I, I caught the word you said, you felt recharged in the fitness industry mm-hmm. when you, you know, got laid off and really dove into that side of it and started doing some training and coaching that really recharged you, even that you were still helping people. And so mm-hmm. it was just another outlet that mm-hmm. you've done that. So, yeah, I want to, I want to build into that a little bit more because I started with logistics and operations and I, there's that something there that was quite missing for me because I wanted more, more to be with people. I wanted more to hear their stories. I wanted more to be able to make an impact. Does that make sense? Totally. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's, I feel there's some positions that it's hard to make that direct impact. If you're not, like you said, with the people, um, Mm -hmm. whatever role or industry it is. So that, no, that totally makes sense. And especially in in fitness, you get a very direct impact on people. Super direct. So, um, (laughs) I'm glad you said that because sometimes I would just, after my class, I'm not getting paid for it, but I, I talk to people for at least an hour and hear their stories, their injuries. How do we prevent it? And how do, we, how do I manage the next class and make sure that I remember their injuries in making sure that I had the modifications ready for them? So that really what fills me in, you know, in per se. Anyways, but... Yeah. Going back again to how driven you are, it's, you know, no one asks for people to go above and beyond, but even for yourself, like you said, you weren't getting paid, but knowing those pieces of information, you could help people even more like based on what injury they had and and what their individual goals were. So absolutely. And it's something I know you continue to this day. So it's a whole other level. It's a whole other podcast. (laughs) Um, I'm going to write that down, by the way. (laughs) Please do. 
there, there's a lot of things that we could dive into with your story. And I think that you shared on it, but I want you to be able to expand. So I'm going to, mm. I'm going to talk to this a little bit about your motivation. So beyond helping people and the fact that that's something that you and I both saw through our grandmothers and, yes. you know, our, our lives growing up, what is that deeper desire, that motivation that, that does drive you to really want to help people. And I think in, from what I've seen and getting to know you be so driven in the areas of life that you choose to invest yourself into what really drives that motivation. I love your thoroughness, Sam. I got to say, <laughs> thank you for that question. It's, it's a great question to be quite honest for me, my personal reward feeling that I get is when I see the openness of an individual embracing that change, right? They're just open and I have to say, everyone wants change in their life. It's simply built in. I don't think I've ever met anyone that doesn't like change, which I'm sure there is an exception. But at the same time, for the most part, what I've heard people's stories, what I've seen in their faces, everyone wants change in their life. One way or the other, there's something there. So for me to experience that drive, the change and progression of an individual, it's why I say this is just simply built in me. That's where the motivation comes from. You know, it's safe to say it's a little weird, but get ready. Okay. <laughs> I get this like adrenaline rush in me when I see people progress. And part of that change really coming from your contribution as an individual, right? I mean, does that make sense? Because for me, like I see that in when I was a kid, when I was a personal trainer, even all the way up to my career, when I see those faces and that change and knowing that you're part of it and you were along that journey, that's the adrenaline rush why I do it. So yeah. no, there's the, <laughs> it, it definitely does, which is, it's funny because that's why we have have such good conversations because I feel that we relate on that level. And I think that's part of the human connection that, that you and I both share with people is Again, you've shared, you shared it so eloquently in, in our first episode about why we even started a podcast is to bring value to the world and help people. And it'll be interesting for both of us because we may or may not see a direct impact on helping people through our discussions here, mm -hmm. which I think will be a new either skill set or a new mindset for us both to learn. But no, that definitely everything you shared totally makes sense fits and I think people can relate to understanding how good it feels to be able to actually see the result of helping someone, especially like you said, individuals open to embracing change. I highlighted that because not everyone is open yes. to making change. Yes. So, and it's not easy to, con not a lot of people are easy to convince to change. Right. So right. going around that, and when they finally say, okay, Fitz, I'm, I'm good to go. So there's a little, we can dive into that in a future episode, but at the same time, there's so much different level and tiers of change. How do we even identify if they're ready or not? Right? So for me, I can't have that expectations from people. It has to come from them and I want them to change, but I'll be here for guidance, but I want them to change for themselves, not because Fitz is pressuring me, you know? So that's, that's something that is valuable to me. Definitely. 
<laughs> it's almost annoying to try to convince people if they of course to... <laughs> <laughs> so, i wouldn't i don't want to yeah i don't want to be pressured no one does right especially as a as a you know in the fitness industry you definitely don't want to only be somehow in a situation where you're having to convince people their health is important so yeah i mean if yeah. you want to leave my classes after 20 minutes being there hey you know what i'm not gonna stop you at the same time i'll let you know hey get your money's worth and two i'm gonna hold you accountable if you come to me and say hey nothing has changed i'm like well hey you've you've left the class 20 minutes after all the time so <laughs> it's kind of <laughs> there's a there's a reason this progress hasn't been made <laughs> right anyways um yes so but no, but that's, I, that's where it revolves it yeah absolutely yeah and, and i know we'll continue to dive into all of this as we move forward I'm writing but, them down man yeah i know the uh the other thing that that may take a little bit more to dive into around the motivation as well but really like your mission moving forward in life and kind of that the why behind it. Cause I know you asked me the same loaded deep level question. So yeah. you knew it coming right back your way, you know, what, what is, what is your why fits and why have you developed it that way um, beyond just that motivation of wanting to help people? Yeah, no, that's a great question, Sam. And, you know, a lot of times we, we struggle with what's our why mm -hmm. I was guilty of it. You know, um, at the same time, as I get older, I start finding out what it really is, right? So for me, my why is I believe that I was put in this earth to manifest on people's lives by making their life somehow better in any shape or form. I could feel that in my core, that this is my true belonging. This is where I belong. You know, let me dive in a little bit. <laughs> please, please do. <laughs> if I can make an impact on one person each minute of every day, then I have done my duty. Let me build this in a little bit more. I would like to leave at least a legacy of fits his way, quote unquote, as even I'm no longer exists in this world, right? I still get rewarded and aspects pass on to generation after generations based on fits his ways perspectives. And here's a good example. I said that because it really made an impact to me when my late friend passed away in a certain young age. And I was the kind of guy that, you know, I'm open to change, but I'm really not. I like the whole structure. Other ways are not really good. It has to be this way. But then I have this friend of mine that has been convincing me this whole time, like, just be bold, you know, like you got to you got to take that risk, you know, and, you know, have some plants in your house. And I'm like, I don't want plants. I don't want, I'm just going to kill it. All the plants I've done had, I've killed. But then she keeps forcing me. And guess what? Right now I have plants all over my patio. I have four plants in my living room. And it's just, that tells me that there is that risk of being bold, acknowledging the change and making that difference. And now that Jesse has passed away, rest in peace, Jesse. At the same time, I still value that perspective. I still have that in me. I still have plants in my house, you know? So like things like this really makes a difference in people's life. Like I mentioned, when I was in the fitness industry full time, I never made any money starting out. I mean, I was at a park hosting free class once or twice a week. 
for friends and family who likes to make themselves better. But I never, I never made any money, you know? Mm. Um, but then the reward feeling I get after that, the, the accountability I give on people, the texts I get in the middle of the night saying that fits my first night that I slept through and now I'm just keep getting better, right? Or fits my meds are off now starting next month because I've been coming to your free class. So it's organically happening to them. And that's, that's the reason why I do what I do. Wow. That, that there's so much. I'm, I'm glad I asked that Is that, that deep enough? <laughs> yeah, that, that is going to expand into so many other conversations between you and I, because there's- Write it down. So the listeners and I, for the first time, hearing a lot of this. And yeah, I just, I really appreciate that perspective you gave of Fitz's way and leaving a legacy, you know, mm-hmm. and being able to impact future generations and people such as the example you gave with your friend that passed away mm-hmm. and as well, rest in peace, the, the impact of a conversation or two of her, you know, being convincing you to like, actually yes. in your home and now you do. Yes. And that's like a prime example, right? And even though she's no longer with us, every time I see a plant, I'm like, okay, this is what made a difference to me. This is what she've convinced me to do. But going deeper to that is really the change on what she made an impact on me and saying, just take a risk. If it died, it died, right? Like if the plant died, it died. It's not going to hurt you. So um, that's, that's why I could say that I'm, I'm in love with change and towards other people. So, yeah, definitely. And, and at some level, I'm sure that I know for myself, it inspires me to make changes to me so that I can help others make those changes. So I know that's why you work so hard on who you are and, and developing that, that sense of Fitz's way. Now I have a a name to the. (laughs) No, I mean like, no, and thank you, Sam. I really appreciate that because I want to be able to, it might not be as bold as I wanted it to be. At the same time, I'd like to have someone have a conversation with, for instance, with you and I'm mm-hmm. not around and can recognize, oh, that's Fitz's way. That's why Sam yeah. does this way or, you know, and, and that's not being over the top, but the impact in a recognizing that, wow, it really flourished because that's, that's Fitz's way. That's my friend, that's Jesse's way. Like he made him that way, you know? So um, yeah. anyways. Super, super powerful. Thank you for, for sharing those stories <laughs> again. You're <laughs> welcome. Conversations. This is what, this is what we're getting into. I love it. Yes. I think one, one thing as we kind of near the end here is, you know, you asked me what, what really recharges me. And I think that you shared some of that in, you know, what we've discussed here today, but I want to go a little light, more lighthearted route. Sure. Let's do it. And, and, <laughs> and what does Fitz do for fun? Let us know what's, what keeps Fitz happy and it recharged in a way. Yes. But what do you do for fun? Yeah. You know, um, I like to have the balance of different compartments of life, right? Our mental health, our well-being, our fitness, our relationships, our relationship with um, our religion, 
I'd like to have those different compartments of life pretty much in balance. Of course, there's a lot of times where it would be we're focused on the job, we're focused on on our fitness, but it does go up and down, right? So I think our job is to have that not perfect, but somehow balanced the best that we can. And in a lighter note, right? I love working out. It's just built in me, you know. Um it doesn't matter what type of workout it is as long as I'm moving through the day that just gives me a mental health reset at the beginning of the day or in the middle of the day whenever I work out I just feel so much better right after um and it's also something that is part of self-care I look at working out as self-care it's funny because like you mentioned we have that something in common when we're sleeping my phone is on silent too <laughs> so um I, sleep is very important to me um self care is too whatever long it may be it could be 5 minutes all the way to an hour it could be um another fun that i do is i like spending time with people that matters to me as as we get older right we'd like to um No, I don't know if I'm a club guy anymore. Not anymore. It doesn't seem enticing to me, you know. It used Not to even be during COVID times. <laughs> right? Um it doesn't, you know, for me a good movie and with your loved one and a fun movie and get together with friends having great conversations. If it's in a really hot day, maybe throw in a cigar there and still have a good conversation with friends and family is what really fun for me, you know. I love the great outdoors, so I do a lot of hikes and even a walk with friends and family. Um one thing I want to highlight though, I think you know about this with me, Sam. I think everyone knows with my friends. I have this term called fits is close and that usually happens on Sunday, I would say after 2 p.m. Um of course there's exceptions especially with chilly now, which is my dog because mm-hmm. sometimes it gets you know it gets into the schedules in relates to the vet schedules and all that i'm sure there's exception but i recognize that if i don't get the recharge routine let's face it i either get irritated on the day i'm not in a good mood the following day or next week so recharging to me is really important because it's part of who you are and getting grounded and connection with yourself to be able to help others wow There's there's a lot of layers to that. That was a, that was a very thorough answer. Sorry, I mean I know you said lighthearted. I I I don't want to be a negative Nancy, okay? Like I I want to get real here. Not every day is a good day. There are days where I'm like I don't want to get out of bed, but that's a sign. I take that as a sign to reevaluate what's really happening around me, you know? Is it environmental? Is it mental? Is it self-awareness? I'm going to stop there. <laughs> But, you know, like it's almost like there's something, right? So, um, but yeah, hopefully that answered the the question. Sorry, Sam, I didn't want to be going on a tangent, but <laughs> No, no, it was a it was a good tangent, very valuable tangent. Okay. Which which is why our conversations are at least entertaining if if not to anyone else to you and I, I think. The, Absolutely, uh, right? So you guys have patience with us. We are in this whole and route to development at this point, you know, at this that's why we have that in our tagline. Absolutely. Well, I I think that does answer a lot of the a lot of the questions and I've got notes for future ones that are 
definitely going to be coming back your way so we can dive deeper into so many things. But <laughs> I think that did give a, a really great overview. And I, one thing I want to say is just thank you Fitz for opening up. Cause I know some of that was very vulnerable and it's not always easy to talk about some of those deeper level things. So I want to say thank you for, for sharing that. I think it's going to help a lot of people. You're welcome. And I have to say, it's not easy putting out your stories out there. And I know you know this, Sam, but I want to make sure that it resonates. And if we could, it always comes back to our mission. It always comes back to our drive. If for us being vulnerable in front of our listeners and teaching them and getting a different perspective from us, then I'm okay to do it. You know, and I think we are aligned with that and, and I'm happy to be doing it with you. Absolutely. Very, very well said. <laughs> well, with that, I, I, we are coming to the close here. And again, this is Fitz. I really enjoyed this conversation. This Thank you. Awesome. Yeah, this was a, a really good one. And I'll, I'll let you tell the listeners since today was about Fitz, where can they find us? Where can they hear from us? Absolutely. So you guys, you could always follow us individually in LinkedIn under Sam Boyer and Fitz DeSanto. We do have an email if you guys want to have any feedback, suggestions, or insights that you'd like us to either talk about or even just give you guys a shout out. You can send us an email at alohafitzsam at gmail.com. Also, don't forget our now Instagram handle that we have on route to success 365 yes say hello to us you guys please do and in very fitz's way fashion just remember that the smallest victories are still important and fitz what would you say your victory was today honestly today i'm really grateful of line of communication in every levels whether it would be through us it would be with family it would be um, with friends and connection and communication to yourself on what you're aware about. So I want to highlight communication today. I love that. Absolutely. I'm, I'm going to go a more millennial route with mine and say, I'm thankful <laughs> for technology because without it, I wouldn't have been able to connect with you on LinkedIn in the first place. Mm -hmm. We wouldn't have cultivated this relationship and without zoom and microphones and computers and everything else, we wouldn't have even been able to record this podcast. So Yes. Go technology and especially in today's world. So, yep. Sounds good. All right. Well, thank you all for listening in and we hope that you have a great rest of your day, evening or morning. We'll talk to you guys soon.